telling you I ain't gonna fight. I gave up on doing CS tonight. Nothing good ever comes on wasting breath. Round and round on the floor I wept. I ain't gonna argue. I ain't gonna fight. Gave up on doing CS tonight. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. I wonder every hour things are getting more sour. I ain't gonna argue. I ain't gonna fight. Gave up on doing CS tonight. Everything's wrong. Everything stinks. Only thing they broke in Hallelujah is the kitchen sink. I ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. I gave up on doing CEO tonight. If I hear those words one more time, go sit very still and scream in my mind. I ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. I gave up on doing CEO tonight. Everything's wrong, everything stinks. The only thing that broke a hallelujah is the kitchen sink. Well, hello. Hi. Hi, hi. Hi, welcome to Mr. and Mrs. Smith Talk Relationships. Yes, we are here once again at, at Motorola Brewing. Brewing. Yep. This is our favorite place. Yeah, this is uh, this is it's a good spot. It's a good spot to hang out and uh, chat for a little bit uh, instead of being cooped up in our uh, in our hovel, our cave, our little cave. <laughs> well, it's it's less space in there now. Now that I have my DJ stuff in there, it's kind of right. Like, it's too crowded with two bikes. It's too crowded and yeah. two bikes, and it's kind of it became it was a man cave and it became a storage room now. now. <laughs> storage cave. Now it's a storage room. So uh, I'm Mr. Smith, and I am Leia Evil Smith. Leia Evil Smith. Evil. That's evil. your that's your other radio show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Leia Evil Smith. <laughs> but uh, today we have a special guest. Yeah. Hello. Uh, I'm uh, Scott Hanada. Hanada. Damn. Scott Hanada. Spell it with, uh, like Canada, with an H instead of a C. So you say, oh, Canada. <laughs> do you say, uh, <laughs> oh, what do they say? Canadian, they say oi? No. Uh, no. A? Oi, vey. No, no, that's, that's a? Jewish. A? Hey, that's like oi, vey. <laughs> yeah, that's Jewish. <laughs> it went from Canada to Israel. I don't know what's going on with me. I guess it's the heat. It is like, the weather is like, Hawaii, right? It's hot. Yeah. Well, let, let's yeah. got talk about himself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, you jump in. You know, he's from Hawaii, but let's let him tell the audience. Yeah, let's uh, just tell him. Like, how the heck? Who are you? <laughs> how did you get to wow. Chicago? How, how are you on this podcast? Why would you come <laughs> here? Oh, well, I came here for the weather. Okay. Uh, okay. No. Um, I guess, gosh, I don't even know where to start with it. So, yeah, born and raised in Hawaii. Um, and notice how he said it right. Yeah, Hawaii. <laughs> you didn't say Hawaii. He said Hawaii. No, Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess technically it should be Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii. Yeah. Ah. Aloha. <laughs> but why would it be Hawaii? Is that because the the W is pronounced with a V? Yeah. In Hawaiian? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Yeah. But you know, there's so many tourists. You can't like correct all of them. That's, That's like correcting true. the entire. Yeah. You know, the, the a lot ha- of what do they call them? Howleys? Uh Howleys are white people. Oh, okay. Yeah, so some of the tourists, but not yeah. all the tourists. Yeah. What do you call bla- what do you call black people? Uh, popolo. Popolo. R- yeah. Popolo. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just in case. Is so. that a bad word? Like the N word? Popolo. No, I don't. I mean, I don't think so. Like we never grew up with it being a bad word, you know. Also, like I would say, we never really grew up with Howley being a bad word either, you know. Um, I think now things are are a little different as we're trying to re define like ha- what Hawaii yeah, yeah. you know yeah. I mean, everyone in Hawaii <laughs> <laughs> right because uh, I have real I feel like every Filipino has a relative that lives in Hawaii you know and there's so many uh, it's like melting pot of all kinds of people oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah 
I've yeah. never been, so I'm like, yeah. What? Yeah. You gotta go. I know. Yeah. I, I, we have a place yeah. to stay in yeah. Maui. Like, I don't know. Like, oh my God. And it's on Maui? Yeah, it's in what Maui is, is better than here? Oahu because Oahu is like. It's super busy, it's, it, which yeah. is where I'm from. I'm from Oahu. I'm okay. sorry. Just <laughs> kidding. Don't yeah. apologize. Well, the, 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 we're giving the briefing of the podcast. The podcast is about you. And then she's I talking. Know. Most of the time. It's a, about you in Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii. Well, I mean, you know, like I would say Oahu, it's, it's a lot busier. Right. Than Maui. Okay. You know, um, that's where Honolulu is, the state capital. In fact, the whole island is the city and county of Honolulu. Uh, and I would say every year we kind of bounce between worst or second worst city uh, with traffic. Oh, really? It's US. bad. It's yeah. bad. Oh, wow. oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's an island full of tourists. It's worse basically. than L.A.? Well, that's the thing. We we bounce between L.A. and and Honolulu. Oh, okay. Back oh, and forth. Because yeah. wow. the L.A. people go there and that they cause traffic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they try to get away from traffic, and yep. so many of them go over there. That well, you know, they don't know how to drive. No, no, joke, 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 joke. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Those Southern Californians. Ugh, gross. <laughs> is that, a, is that an Asian joke? No. Oh, okay. Southern California is full of people. I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've only been to San Diego Airport. Oh, and the zoo. I went to the zoo once. You went to the zoo at the airport. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, I, you know, I grew up in Honolulu, Hawaii, and um, did improv and, and acted down there. In fact, I got into improv because of Whose Line Is It Anyway. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Like a lot of us do. Yeah. Um, and I remember taking my first improv class. Uh, it was taught by this guy, R. Kevin Doyle. And... That class, I thought, was just going to be about learning how to be funny and, you know, doing all the jokes. Uh, but really, it was about, like, observing the world, uh, building relationships, understanding environment. And it blew my mind on how, how much You technique. got hooked. Oh, I got super hooked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's kind of the same thing. Like, when I started improv, uh, same thing. I thought it was like, oh, you know, well, actually, I got into it because I was like, well, it'll help, it'll help me think on my feet if I'm in the play. Uh-huh. And I forget my lines. I can think quick, you know, associate. And uh, when I took a class, I was like, whoa, this is different. This is not trying to be funny. This is like, like you said, building relationships, being aware of your environment, all these other things that create a realistic looking scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you do it. Yeah. For me, it was like I was trying to learn how to be funnier, you know, like I'm funny. I know, but I want to upgrade my skills. And it was different because I, I came from a stand-up world. Mm. So uh, I was like, well, that takes so long to get to the punchline. <laughs> but then I realized it was the character. You're but then when I learned, like, uh, I didn't really like short form, but the long form, when you open the doors, you come back to a different character. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it blew my mind. I was like, man, I can be all kinds of different person, and you can come back as the same person, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so how long were you in uh, doing uh basically uh, improv and acting in Hawaii, Hawaii uh, <laughs> before you decided to come to Chicago. And what made you come to Chicago? Um, okay, so the first... Okay, so I think you said weather earlier. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, no, I, just I just got that I joke. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours uh, later. <laughs> although I will say, uh, before getting into the whole, the whole thing, um, my, first, my first real snow was when I, when I moved here in 2012. That's okay. when it was uh, the Siberia. The vortex. Oh my that, God. That, yeah. vortex. I'm so sorry, Scott. Well, that's the thing. Everyone apologizes. For me, I lost my mind. <laughs> I loved it. It Man. froze. <laughs> yeah. I was jumping in snow. I was sitting in snow. Oh, uh, wow. Oh, it was, 
It oh was man, you're great. like a typical. Uh, you know those uh, fresh off the boat people that come from Asia and they've never seen snow and they get so <laughs> yeah. excited. Well, not really Koreans and Japanese because they have snow, but like Thai people, people from Thailand, Malaysia that you know right. never seen snow or Filipinos are like, that's the same thing. Oh, like, yeah. like you know, oh, we can get like snow cones, make snow cones, and all this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, so. it was it was it was amazing. I absolutely loved it. Uh, uh, so I guess back to the the question of uh, how long I was doing it. I would say on and off for about one, two, plus, plus three, five. Gosh, I want to say like about eight years or so. Okay. Oh, wow. And um, consecutively from 2006 until I moved here in 2012. So six years straight mm -hmm. and then a little bit before that. Um, I tried my hand at scripted theater at first, mm -hmm. um, but... For me, I really loved improv because I had a hard time memorizing, script, memorizing <laughs> scripts back then. Right, right. But I loved acting. I loved becoming characters. That, mm -hmm. that same thing, you know, being multiple characters in the same show. And so improv really spoke to me, you know. Um, do you think that the you you started doing improv because there was an Asian lady that did whose line it is any who's what is that? Who's whose line is it? Whose line? Yeah, there's like Asian lady. I don't remember seeing no Asian. I don't lady. Yeah, yeah, there's Asian, Asian lady. Was there? Yeah, I'm gonna Google her while you guys talk. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking no, about. I mean, you know what? I'll say yes for Asian representation. <laughs> but I don't where where did you see her? this in the Philippines or? No, it's here. <laughs> but it's whose line is it anyway? Has gone like uh, America's Got Talent. Right, all right, over right. The world. <laughs> it's all Asian cast. Yeah, they were all Asian. <laughs> I, I know she it. was a woman. I'm pretty sure she is. <laughs> <laughs> well, nowadays I don't. Oh, know. okay. Her name is A. She's Japanese. Karen Maru Yama. Let me see her picture. That's. I don't remember her. Oh no, I do. I do. I I remember she, Karen. She must have been on there like the later years, like the towards the end. She, she's been acting for 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 a long time. Oh yeah, she was born in 1958. 1958. Yeah. Oh she wow. Was, she was younger. I remember her because I was like, oh my god, there's an Asian girl, you know. So it's mm. like it yeah. embedded in me that. Uh, Asians can do can be funny. You don't have to be a doctor, <laughs> but you can play one on TV and be funny about it. Well, that's that's the thing about growing up in Hawaii, though. Um, we had multi like ethnic Re representation right. already in our in our comedy scene. Um, you know, in in the theater world, in the TV world. You know, I hear stories about from people here where like they haven't seen someone that looks like them deliver the news for instance mm -hmm. uh for me back home we had everybody yeah you know, i know every and everywhere you look i feel like there's i mean asian people like i took the bus uh and i was like i looked around and everyone's speaking a different dialect but it's i know it's um Tag you know uh, a, a dialect in filipino mm. and i was like it blew my mind because I was like, dang, there's so many Filipinos here, you know? <laughs> and then also some Filipinos, they don't want to say I'm Filipino. They say I'm Hawaiian, you know? Well, it could be mixed, you know? No, but but a lot of them, they're like, come on, man. Like, I know, you know, when they're lying, oh. they, they're so, uh, they don't, they want to be like, nah, I'm from Hawaii instead of being, you know, I'm Filipino. It's, it's cooler. I it, guess so. Yeah. For me, I, I identify as, uh, Japanese American who's from Hawaii, so I'll say like I'm a local, I'm a Kamaaina, uh -huh. um, but I get uncomfortable when people say that I'm Hawaiian, because to me, you're not the a term native. Hawaiian, yeah, is yeah. the ethnicity Hawaiian, 
you know. And there's um, like how many percent? Oh, oh, you're fine. That's a, a little closer. Gotcha. Like gotcha. how many percent of the natives? There hardly any. Everyone's mixed, you know. They. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's the uh, native Hawaiian uh, ethnicity is yeah, it's it's very uh, mixed into all the other ethnicities. Um, I'm sure there's still a lot of a hundred percent pure native Hawaiians, uh-huh. but that number is gets smaller and smaller every year um just you know through attrition right right um but yeah so it's so i I do think it's interesting oh actually no the the bus thing that you were mentioning yeah so for me i remember one time i was on the bus here shortly after i moved here and uh i was on the bus was on the north side um so it was filled with a bunch of white people and i'm used to a bus that's filled with all the same like fairly same skin tone people. Right. Right. So back home, I'm like, oh, everybody's brown. I'm with my brown people. Yeah. I'm on the bus and I see all these white people and I'm like, oh, all these white people. I'm with my people. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> oh, I'm a minority. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. I learned what it's like that that whole minority feel here in Chicago. Right. Right. Yeah. Now you know what it's like to be black. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh. um, but uh, let me see. What else is there? So, yeah, so I did a bunch of improv. I taught uh, improv back in Hawaii. Um, I was on a house team at this theater company, Laugh Track Theater Company. And uh, that, that theater company was run uh, by this woman, Shannon Winpenny. And uh, actually two women, Shannon Winpenny and Kim Potter. Uh, Both of them grew up in Hawaii, but they spent 10 years in Chicago. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was really cool. And they opened up this theater. Uh, It was uh, focused on on teaching the Herald Mm -hmm. and really delving into long form. Um, And I I fell in love with it. Uh, I never once thought that I would move to Chicago, though. Like, I was like, that's impossible. It's too far away. I mean, my dream was just to perform in the Chicago Improv Festival. Oh, wow. Because I heard about this mythic festival, Yeah. you know, in the mecca of, of improv. Yeah. Uh, in 2010, we came up here. Uh, it was myself and a bunch of the other theater folk from Laugh Track Theater uh, to just check out the, the improv scene. scene. Yeah. yeah. And Shannon and Kim wanted to kind of show us around. Uh, to the show stuff you, that, right. Yeah, like, like what they experienced here in Chicago. And, uh, yeah, I, I got hooked. I was like, this is... Yeah, this is more stage time. I mean, like, yeah. improv. Well, it's, it's that, like, here, improv was celebrated as uh, a well-known art form. Yes. You know, and during the Chicago Improv Festival, I mean, you had people from all over the world there. Yeah. You know, and everybody was there for one thing, and they were all celebrating it and supporting each other. And, I mean, it was, it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. Did they all say, I got your back? <laughs> uh, I got your back. All at the same yeah. time. I got yeah. your back in different languages. <laughs> and everyone's backs got slapped right. and we're all hurting afterwards. No, but it was, it was a really like, lovely experience. Yeah. Um, after that, and that was in 2010. After that, um, I wrote down on this, uh, this, this piece of paper that I had to do. I had to do an exercise for work on like, the decision-making process and whatnot. And, and I tried, I decided, you know what, I want to do this on something that will actually apply to my future mm. versus like, am I going to make a fried chicken or steak tonight? Um, and so I wrote down whether or not I should move. 
And there were a few variables that came out of there. Uh, I folded it up, did the exercise, didn't even think about it. Cut to a couple years later, I get a chance to do uh, the IO intensive. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five weeks in the summer, improv <laughs> That's classes what gets throughout you. the day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, the, the CIF was the tease, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, then I got five weeks of just improv, of learning it, watching it, like living and breathing it. It and was performing. And performing. Yeah. Uh, and. Coincidentally, it was also the hottest summer in Chicago. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so you were here the hottest and yeah, the coldest. I was here in the hottest <laughs> and the coldest. Um, and like that sealed the deal. So you followed your heart. I did. I did. Because yeah. uh, uh, I'm sure it, it's hard to leave. I mean, you're leaving Hawaii, you know. Uh, it's, it's, everybody goes there for a vacation, sure. for everything, honeymoon. It's like the best place to go. It's paradise. How's, how's, the, how's the comedy scene out there? Um, it's small, it's small, you know. Um, I would say it's small, but but it still accomplishes a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still giving people a voice out there, which is fantastic. Um, there's both an improv scene and a stand-up scene, which um, I think are still thriving pretty good. There were when I when I left there, you know, and I still see posts about new shows um, and comedy festivals. In fact, there's a, a sketch festival now there too, as well as an improv festival that's been around. The Improv Festival has been around for over 10 years now. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and it's great. It's, it's, it's fantastic. And while it is like a beautiful paradise, growing up there, I mean, it was, it was everyday life, you know? Right. For me, I feel like uh, it, it, it surprises me when people say how, how wonderful Hawaii is and like, oh, you shouldn't have left there just to come to this city because I'm like, this city is beautiful. Is beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And I feel kind of sad you know for people when they say that because it's like there's but maybe it's from the outside looking in right right from the outside looking in i'm seeing all this wonderful beauty of chicago but and plus plus you you fell in love with with improv and you followed them you went to the mecca you right, know right so this is like the the everyone's a improviser and kind of er, you know it's a, it's a it's small but big enough you know what i mean right. so you everyone knows everyone and i think we met you at a CIF show for during Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then man, I was, was so and, and I was like, I'm going to get, I think I told you, you have to do our podcast. So fast yeah. forward here. Now we're here. That was like five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the schedule never was right, you know, but I always had like, nah, I got to get Scott because there's not a lot of, uh, but now there's more, you know, there's yeah. not a lot of uh, Asian improvisers or comedians. So, I like to support my people. Yeah. There you, go. you know. And, but we are. We, you're right. There is more, and we're the the community, uh, the Asian acting community is growing. The growing, Asian improv yeah. community is growing. You know, um, since moving here, um, yeah, I was part of the Chicago Improv Production Touring Company, and we toured around. Uh, I also went through IO and Second City Conservatory. Right. After that, I joined Stir Friday Night, mm-hmm. which is uh, Chicago's longest running uh, all Asian improv and sketch troupe. Um, since then, like, I don't know, it just, it just feels like an, a small explosion. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, and there's another Asian group. There is at at least actually at least two others as far as I've seen. Um, one is invasion. Yes. (laughs) I think. Yeah. Yeah. Invasion. (laughs) Invasion. And then isn't there one that's like an all 
girl. Indian. Yeah. Improv true. Yeah, I, I performed with them uh, at a corporate gig. Nice. Yeah, it's a twofer. Oh, that's What's awesome. the name of the group? No clue. <laughs> Sorry. I just made it up. No, 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 no. It's, it's two no, people. it's great. They were, they were, I, I remember seeing pictures. They were, uh, I think, coached by John Hildreth, if I recall correctly, um, who's one of the teachers at Second City. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so that's, I mean, that's kind of my start in a nutshell, you know? Right. Uh, so I have you like uh, have you been auditioning? And when you audition, do you see other <laughs> Asian people <laughs> for the same spot, um, or have you been like stereotype? Not really. I mean, okay. So when I'm auditioning for diversity shows, sure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, uh, for other for other gigs, corporate gigs, I wouldn't say so. Maybe a, a couple mm-hmm. of Asians. I don't think we're all gunning for the same spots in those right. in those gigs. Um, when I've auditioned for commercials, um, I tend to be one of the only minorities in the audition that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, I mean that's just like a snapshot of my time there, right? You know, um, there's probably at least one other Asian person that auditioned. Right. Uh, I hope. So before improv life, what was what was Scott's life before you you fell in love? Wow. Like, did you were you uh, just working? Did you have a day job? Um, so before improv, I mean, before improv, I was, that was in high school. I remember that. I was a weird high school kid. Um, are like we got, all I know, right? <laughs> comedians? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then college before I really got into, like, I had already done a couple, I'd done at least one acting class before I got into college. But when I got into college... The group I ended up hooking, like hanging on to, were the Magic the Gathering people. Oh, the, yeah, the card, you know, the card game Magic the Gathering. Yeah. And like, I never, I never thought that I would try out for any of the acting stuff in college because I just didn't think I was good enough. Um, and then I finally got into like the theater scene. Mm-hmm. Um, at our college, did a bunch of shows, but outside of that, like my jobs. Hmm. I worked at a golf course, delivered pizza for six years. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man, there are some stories. I, I've delivered pizza, too. Tell me. Yeah. I want to know the, the craziest story while delivering pizza. Oh, I don't know if I could say that. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to think about that. Hang on. I'll tell you one of my crazy stories. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I won't say the name of the place I worked at, but uh, I used to deliver pizzas on a little moped because it was... It was, he was in Puerto Rico. I was in Puerto Rico, and oh. so I was in the tourist area, and basically to get around faster, you need, you know, we ride these little motorcycles or little. And so, uh, one day I was delivering, and, and I used to pop wheelies on the moped, <laughs> and the pizza fell out. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the pizza fell out, and I was like, oh my gosh! So I got it, and I put it back together, and put it in the box, and I <laughs> delivered it, and they never complained. So I guess they're happy to eat it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I felt bad afterwards because, like, man. <laughs> no, you, know. you don't. But the thing is, <laughs> yeah. the thing is, I would have had you to. took the tip, right? Yeah. Oh, there I mean, you go. <laughs> but I mean, like, I would have had to take the pizza back, you know, explain yeah. why I fell out, you know, yeah. and, and then probably wouldn't charge him because, you know, it's late. But Right. So that actually does remind me of, of this one guy. I'm also not going to say what pizza company. Yeah, don't say, don't I, say. I worked for. Because we need sponsors. Oh, right? <laughs> but not just that. I want somebody, like, freaking out yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I remember there was a guy who would regularly order uh, a large pizza with like four x sauce. Like oh my god! Four what? Four extra sauce, like like ladles of sauce. Like it's basically think of the pizza dough. Okay. Being a bowl. Oh, pizza gross. sauce soup. Oh, my what gosh. The? Yeah, with uh, au gratin cheese that's kind of floating in because oh. the, there wasn't enough for it to, like, cling onto anything. Um, I think he was trying to remake uh, Chicago-style pizza. <laughs> he must have been. Uh, oh, man. And, and it, it was it was such a challenge to, to carry this thing because even if it cooks, it's still soup in this, like... Yeah, yeah. it's heavy. And that's good. Yeah. It gets hot, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and if it slipped or spilled because all sauce... We would have to remake it, oh, and so dang. taking it on these deliveries, uh, it was it was a very trying event. Also, the roads at that time had a bunch of potholes. Oh, oh man, that, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I remember uh, the guy that owned the pizza place. Uh, he would come and visit, you know, Puerto Rico every now and then. He lived, I think, he lived in Florida or something like that, and we'd have to deliver a pizza to him. He would eat. You actually order pizzas from his place, you know, and so. Oh, he's testing. Yeah, we have to like make the like. Oh, this is for so and so. So we have to make the pizza like perfect. Like everything had to be perfect. I mean, yeah. and it was like, all right. And he like open up the box to look at it, like yeah. Eight and, uh, plus. And then <laughs> I mean, he was a good tipper though. Oh, that's good. That's good. He was a I, nice guy too. Yeah. But really I think nice. if if you own a business like that, I I would send not myself. I would send like a friend. Hey, go check it out. Because I, I think right. there was a story, like one of those um, oil company where you get oil exchange. He, the, the CEO actually went to a place and no one knew who he was, you know. So he got oil change. And the guys were saying, like, hey, you pay me cash. Blah, 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 this. He never said anything. He paid cash. And then, of course, everyone got fired after, you know. Wow. So you, you have to check. You have to check. if it's your Because that's, that's like somebody taking money out of your pocket. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. it should be honest. That's yeah, you should yeah. be honest. Shouldn't period. Be like trying to scheme and stuff, but it happens. Yeah. Right. Um, I would say my last job that I had before moving here was I worked as a skills trainer. So I worked with uh, students with developmental disabilities oh, okay. in oh, the school cool. system and stuff like that. I was like, what kind of skills? Like magic tricks? <laughs> Thinking. Oh man. Also, I love magic. Magic's awesome. <laughs> um, both the gathering and card tricks. Uh, but, yeah, so I worked as a skills trainer. And in that field, I actually, I was already doing improv as a thing. Uh, so I was able to kind of incorporate some of those yeah. practices mm. into uh, how students. we work with these students. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. yeah, The whole thinking outside the box thing. Yeah, yeah because cool. it's a uh, normal standard thing may not work for, for the, the kids. Right. So you have to get them you know, their mind going and do some activities. Right, absolutely. Yeah, and you get them involved. And I mean, it's, it's a... It's a uh, different way of teaching, basically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it becomes a much more, like, immersive environment for them. Um, and... That's so nice, Scott. It was, it was <laughs> great. It was great. Now, these mentally challenged kids or are they normal kids? I would kids? say some of them, some of them had some of, some of those types of disabilities. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. it, it varied, you know. Okay. Um, all over. Uh so not to like generalize it or anything, right, right, right. right. But, um, but it takes it takes a person because some people just can't, they won't be able to do it, you know. Oh, it was hard. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, it was really hard. It did teach me the value of the small win. Mm. Yeah. You know. Uh, uh, yeah. Because that's something like that's a lesson that I never really figured out how to learn 
or I figured out until I was working with these kids. I remember this one student, every day, we'd help him practice writing his name over and over, you know, sometimes tracing, whatever. Um, and he just couldn't do it. And then I remember this one day, he, on his own, picked up a pencil and wrote the first letter of his name on his own. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, like mind-blowing. And you did like, that. You helped him. I, I was yeah. part of that. I was part of And I was like, this is the best feeling in the world. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That that's, makes me want to cry. <laughs> it tried to make me cry. This is supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> that's, I mean, you know, it's like, because uh, I used to teach kids, uh, oh. preschool, two or three-year-olds, and it was like, I was like, this is not an easy job, you know? Yeah. I got them tired. I learned how to get them tired. <laughs> and, uh, and like when they started like actually telling me the colors and all kinds of stories that they remember, you know, when I was teaching them, and I was like, I can't believe I helped them, you know? Right? Like, I did it. Like, what? You know? Yeah. Like, like, for the rest of their lives, like, those colors, they learned that because of your help. Right. Like, that's... Yeah. so cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's good. I, I used to, well, I Twitter every now and then. Uh, and uh, it's cool to like to see, you know, when they do their homework or see them like succeed at it. And then you, yeah. and the dreams that they have. And it's like, you talk to them, you're like, hey, you know, uh, what do you want to do? And they're like, yeah, I want to design tennis shoes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> obviously those dreams are going to probably fade away, but. <laughs> Great, it's, thank you. It's, it's uh it's cool to see that, you know, and, yeah. and, and then you tell them to like, hey, if you want to do it, then this is more, this is really important. Uh, speaking of that, well, I saw, ran into one of the kids that he tutors uh, at the farmer's market in the South Loop, and he has this, they have a little thing, they're selling stuff, like he has, he's, I have merchandise to sell. Oh, yeah, where? Yeah, he has what? a little business, like with other kids too, you know, like selling little things. At the farmer's kids. market? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. I was like, Ooh. Wow. I was like, I'm so proud of you. That's like I was like, I'm so proud of you. I told him and he was so happy. I Did you buy anything hug. from him? Uh, I didn't have any cash. <laughs> 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 like, no credit card. <laughs> Next time you I could have, you could have Venmo him somewhere right, right. or something. <laughs> no Venmo. Uh, I just realized all of us come from different islands. You know, we're not like me. Yeah. We grew up somewhere else where there's a lot of water, beach, you know? Oh, yeah. It's a different lifestyle. I think, like, if you're right by the lake, uh, not the lake, you know, like beach, like real beach, you know, like ocean. Right. Mm. The lifestyle's a little different. Things are slower. Yeah. Uh, people are more chill. And you can go to, like, a fancy place and people are wearing, you know, flip-flops. And it's okay because it's hot, right. you know? Yeah. Or, like, the, the clothes that they wear is a little different because it's, like... Yeah, speaking of, speaking of, like, of that, like, when you... Do you go back to Hawaii? Oh, when I get a chance, when yeah. I get a chance, yeah. So, so do you experience, like, like when I... So I grew up in Puerto Rico and uh, it's... It was... When you live there, you don't notice it. But then when you come to the city and it's fast-paced and you go back... And everybody's slow. You're like, what <laughs> is going on? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, man. It takes forever. And, and <laughs> For I me, I'm the total opposite. For me, I'm just like, I breathe that in. I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> I don't have to sweat to walk. <laughs> I can just walk slow finally again. Well, yeah. But the thing is, like, like after you're <laughs> the there a couple of days, it, it becomes normal again. But, yeah. like, the first couple of days, the service is slow. <laughs> I mean. What, what, what were we doing? That It was like the s slow service, and we left. Oh, yeah, we went to this, because uh, they, they have this big old pork chop, and it's called Chuleta Can Can, and it's a, basically it's so good. the pork chop 
with the pork belly connected to it and oh, the, the bone. Yeah. It's amazing, man. And it, so they they deep awesome. fry it and it's like super huge and it's really good. So we were in Old San Juan and we said, hey, where's the best place Old San Juan that has this? And he's like, oh, this place over here. And uh, so we're like, all right, we go out, sit there waiting to be seated. I mean, we sat there like 10 minutes or so. Like they sit one family and we were like waiting for them to like acknowledge that we were sitting there waiting and we were talking and and whatever and you whatnot. can tell we're waiting you know, you know we're standing there like hey, and uh, some and service. I'm, like, I'm like wow this like we were so let's go you know like <laughs> we've been sitting here for a long time and they've not even said you know are you guys waiting for a table right. or you guys want a table or whatever i mean they just they were like somebody would come up to the booth and like look at stuff and talking. then walk and talk and walk off and and it was, it was like wow it's like and then go. we ended up like going wow. somewhere else to get the same thing but it was more expensive. I was like, dang, we should have waited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be cheaper at the place we, we went to. And we and had to, like, like, go to another city to get it. Dang. Yeah. 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 But it's, uh, um, if you get a chance, go to, uh, is it Borinque? No, Buruquena, La Bruquena. Yeah. In Humboldt Park. Uh, yeah. And they have it. And it's, it's delicious, man. Dude, that it's, sounds it's, awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't know if you can, uh, how much you eat, but oh, like, yeah. I, I, I eat. <laughs> yeah, all right. So I, I, I couldn't eat it in one sitting, you know, but it, uh, it's, it's good. It's so good. It's good. It's, it sounds kind of like a, a Puerto Rican version of like a crispy pata. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. But it, it yeah. Or like a, like a, a lechon, yeah, lechon koali like, kind of. Yeah. It's basically, um, but it's so, yeah, it's, like, it's big. It's it. like this. Yeah. It's like a crescent shape and it's, Here, open it's, up your phone. it's all pork. It's just yeah, it looks like a big gigantic pork chop and it's oh, uh, sounds it's delicious i mean and then they, they cut it in a certain way where when they fry it you can like peel off the fat part and yes. just crunch on it yeah. oh my gosh it is it oh is. man I you know, know what? let's go let's just go I know, right let's, let's, go, just, let's, let's, let's do it let's, let's go to Brukena. <laughs> and that's and that's that's a really cool spot too oh, like that's puerto beautiful. rican food wow so I'm yeah, yeah yeah but that's, there's also like you know like the hawaiian food like um Spam? The <laughs> Spam's great. Spam's, Spam's great. great. Don't, don't, awesome. don't say nothing about Spam. <laughs> right. I'm not a Filipino and Hawaiian. 81st <laughs> birthday of Spam. Right, right. This past I, week. Almost, I, really? I almost cried. I, I have almost a can, cried. I have a can of Spam at work. Oh, you do? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So my, one of my coworkers, for some reason, collects the, uh, the uh, Campbell's soup, uh-huh. tomato soup cans. Oh. He's, I guess he was trying to like build a little wall of it or something like wall that. Wall of soup cans. <laughs> and, and, so, and so I was like, well, you know. These things are empty. Why do you have these? You know, you just like, oh, just put them there or whatever. And then somebody said, well, you should put some spam in there too. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be funny. And he showed up the next day with a can of spam. He's like, oh, this is for you. (laughs) 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 So, no, I I love, like, every now and then I just crave for spam and rice. Yep. And um, ketchup. Yes, yes. You have to have it with ketchup. You can't not not have it with ketchup. And, um, there's this thing. I don't know. Have you had the Filipino corned beef? I'm not sure if I've had Filipino corned beef. What's the brand? Ox or Palm. It's, it, it's oh, I know just Palm. like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Spam. And man, In it, the can, right? Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Like, oh, I, yeah. I make it. And, and like, um, I don't know who said it. Was it you? What? One of my friends said, dang, he looks like dog food. And I'm like. I'm still eating yeah. it. None for you then. <laughs> yeah. We used to get that when I was, when I was in elementary school. Like sometimes when they, when the water is out, they, they use that because it was canned and they cooked that. We're having corned beef today. Mm. Like, oh, now I want man. some. Yeah. I just all this. 
it's just different food. Like, you know, Chicago, we have the Chicago-style pizza. Sure. But there's certain things, like, um, in Hawaii that they have, you know, because mm. it's a, a melting pot. There's port- It's like a Portuguese, Hawaiian food, Filipinos, Chinese, the Okinawans, yeah. okay? It's different from the Japanese, mm-hmm. okay? They all, like, and all kinds of whatever. Also Puerto Rican food. Puerto Rican, yeah, yeah, there's Puerto Ricans yeah. there. Uh, it just, like, all melted together, you know? And yeah. The first time I went to Hawaii, I was like, holy cow, everyone's beautiful here. Like, oh, thanks. Just no, 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 no. <laughs> the women are just hot, you know? And um, I was just surprised. But also, the guy at the hotel said, oh, actually, you were in the prostitutes uh, <laughs> stroll oh. in Oahu. I was like, oh, okay. Because I was it's like, like no wow, you know? Because uh, it was, you know, this military sure. base. If there's a, any military base, Anywhere in the world, it's gonna be there's going to be prostitutes. I hate to say that, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, boys got to have fun. It could be girls, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone will have fun, but it's like, they, it, it was like they were too hot to be prostitutes. Uh, y- yeah, you know, well. that type. Yeah. I mean, I think I... Uh, uh, you had one before? No, you were no, like, no, no, no. trying to go back. No, I'm like, like, I'm like, I think I know what you mean. I think I know, like... I, but because it's a certain look that you know, because they're all like mixed. Well, I mean, they're they're pretty, so you're not gonna see like an ugly hooker out there. No, I've seen <laughs> ugly hooker. No, I'm saying there, <laughs> there is ugly hookers, but I'm, but I'm saying like, you know, you wanna you, you're not gonna like parade around in your old beat up Oldsmobile. You wanna bring out the Ferrari, you know? Right. <laughs> like, I saw a hooker uh, up north by a Buddhist temple in Uptown, oh, yeah? and, and she was like. You know, had a big jacket. It's in Chicago winter, you know, and but with uh, miniskirt, mini and I was like, that sucks because it's too cold yeah, to be wor- walking around. You know, miniskirt yeah. with a big jacket. It's hard to get a. She got make that money. Anyways, it's about you, Scott, <laughs> and your prostitution <laughs> <Right>. life. <laughs> yeah, tell us about your prostitution life. Oh man, where to begin? So, uh, like, how does your family <laughs> feel that you live in Chicago? I mean, they miss me. You know, I miss them too. You mm-hmm. know, um. It, I would say I would miss like what I miss the most about being here versus being back home is my family. Yeah. Um, and uh, the food too. You know, um, they they were concerned. Honestly, they were concerned about me moving here oh, yeah? because most of, I mean, you know, most of the media in the news yeah. they talk about <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, the crime. They talk about the crime. They talk about the shootings and all like that. And I had to really explain it to them that like, yes. That is there the is truth crime. here, yeah. but there's also a lot of of everything else. Yeah, there's crimes. Know. I mean, even in Hawaii, there's crimes. Oh, great. There's um, you know, there's actually a lot of people who are doing crystal meth or shabu. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's, it's you know, it, it's it's different type of crime, but there's crimes anywhere you go. There's crimes, right. so it's just a thing like the media. You know, they think, oh, you live in Chicago, and they think, oh, you don't go to the South. And then, like, have you been to Hyde Park? There's million-dollar homes. Exactly. Museum. And I work, right. I work in Hyde Park. The Museum know? of Science Industry yeah. is in the South. Well, yeah, it's the media. I mean, if you put monkeys on TV all the time, you'll think the world be... Full of monkeys. Full of monkeys, you know, and it's not. Charles well, Heston. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I hope the monkeys knows how to cook. <laughs> they did it again. No, what is it? Uh, uh, they finally no, done it. Finally done it. Damn you. <laughs> It's my Charles and Heston. Uh, I, I I did actually 
watched it a few years ago because I've never seen it. So he showed oh. me the original. I was like, have you seen it? I was like, no. Yeah, it's a whole series of the yeah. Planet of the I Apes. I prefer the old Planet of the Apes than the new apes. I think the new monkeys are fake. The new I mean, they were... Well, I mean, the, like the old CGI monkeys. Yeah, all the monkeys <laughs> are fake. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I just... It was just... I don't know. Like well, the new ones are like a lot of CGI. So yeah. yeah. But the old ones were people in costume and it looked pretty right. funny. Yeah. I'm oh. a man! <laughs> but actually, speaking of, speaking of, the, of the, the meth problem, the, the current show that I'm in right now is about the meth problem in Hawaii. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is uh, this a serious play or is it a comedy? Uh, it's a serious play okay. with, you know, uh, moments of comedy because you can't do, uh, I, I personally feel like you can't do a good drama without moments oh, yeah. of levity, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So the show is Not One But Two. And it's, it's called uh, what? Not One But Two. Okay. Uh, B A T U. Okay. Uh, it's a plan words because Batu uh, in pidgin, Hawaiian pidgin English, Batu means uh, crystal meth. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. In Tagalog, it means rock. So what did That's you say earlier? You said. Shabu. 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 It's the same thing. It's a slang. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a little bit because of, of because Batu is known as rock because like yeah. crystal. Yeah, it's crystal. crystal. They're a bunch I of tiny little crystal rocks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It looks like a MSG. <laughs> so like, hey, man. Yeah, right. It looks like It MSG. also gives you headaches, makes your food taste good. Oh, no, you right. take it all out, and all of a sudden. Put a little bit of that shabu on my rice. <laughs> Ooh, delicious. Yeah. You'll be, be a whole line coming for your rice. It's your very rice. addictive. And I, in, in a lot of the Asian countries, they're addicted to batu, you yeah. know, or yeah. shabu. So, uh, so, all right, let's get off the shabu. Oh, what, sorry. What, what's, what's, what's the play? <laughs> is <that> your play? <laughs> so, but, but there is that, though. Like, I, something that I've kind of learned uh, while doing this play here. I thought is, I, I kind of learned how to do it. <laughs> right. I did my research. <laughs> uh, but uh, what I learned, so growing up, meth has always been a problem in Hawaii. Like, I've known about it since I was in fifth grade, and Dare told us all about it, you know? Mm. Um, and. I mean, I just kind of assumed it was a drug that everybody has to deal with. Like every uh, uh, part of the world, every part of the U.S. Uh, I never realized until moving here uh, that so much of the Midwest is a has a big meth problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and like that's one of the big drugs uh, of, of choice that they're having to deal with. And so us putting on this play here, I think is really great showing people in the Midwest that this problem is not just... Uh, a Midwest problem. It's not just uh, New Mexico problem because that's where Breaking Bad was set, right? Uh, I don't want to quote that. I think so. Yeah, somewhere. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, it's also a problem that that some place that we all think of as, as paradise has to deal with, mm-hmm. right? You know, um, not to mention a homeless problem. So we in the play we talk about um, how meth kind of affects individuals, families, the community, the it's culture. Anyone. It doesn't right. doesn't care what color. Religion, yeah. he just wants you, and it, and it's not like marijuana, you know, because it's marijuana is like natural. This is like chemicals, and sometimes it depends on who's making it. They put all kinds of crap in it, like no. rat poison and yeah, ugh, gross. I get but organic meth, so I'm <laughs> from Whole Foods. Oh, you got that Whole Foods. I, yeah. whole foods <laughs> I got meth. the organic meth, yo. It's expensive, but you know. Uh. Lincoln Park meth, I yeah. guess. Yeah, Lincoln Park. <laughs> nah, man, this is Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> right. And when is your play um, playing? So uh, we're currently uh, we're currently playing or performing it uh, every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Wow. Uh, yeah. Until well, 
officially until July 21st. Okay. Um, crossing my fingers that maybe we'll get an extension. You nice. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and and we've we've been reviewed uh, by the Chicago Reader, where Chicago Reader recommended. Oh, nice. great! Uh, the Jeff Awards Committee has seen our show, and we're also oh. Jeff recommended right now. Nice. The actual so. Jeff went there. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Jeff. Is. Jeff is like, yeah, you can go see it. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff's solid. Jeff's solid. Yeah. Okay. He's got a lot of friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where is it playing at? Uh, up in Burger Park. So that's uh, the Burger Park Community Center. Okay, um, I know where it is. The company that's performing it is nothing without a company. Okay. Yeah, it's off the uh, Granville Red Line stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like Wait, Burger did. Park, is that where I did Roman and Juliet? Or was I supposed to do Roman and Juliet? Is it that, that mansion? Yeah, sm- there's like a bunch of, bunch of like mansion and like, like coach houses right. up in Edgewater. Wait, is that where it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Sheridan. Off of Sheridan? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, for, yeah, 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 yeah. Off Sheridan, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you were supposed to... Um, yeah, I was supposed to do Romeo and Juliet for a theater Spanish. in LA. Nah. Uh, and uh, got, par- it was got Paris. into an accident. And then, uh, <laughs> wasn't able Paris to got in the accident and Paris he ended up watching accident. himself. Yeah. No. And then a woman played my part. Oh. Yeah. That's an interesting take on Paris. Yeah. 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 I mean, she was dressed as a man, but she was. Sure. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but we, also, we also perform it on the lake. Um, half the show is in the coach house. Okay. And then uh, the second half of the show, weather permitting, uh, we go outside. Uh, to, to the lakefront on the park right in the in the side of the coast. Oh house. wow! Oh, wow! That's interesting. Yeah. interesting. Oh yeah! yeah, yeah. It's I'm gonna try to nice. come and see that. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it'd be great. Hook us up. Yeah. Hook us up with tickets. Oh, yeah. just kidding. Wow. <laughs> hey, support. I'll bring you some spam. <laughs> oh well, I mean, shit. <laughs> Free entry with a no, can I said, of spam. No, I said no. I want some chuleta can can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me some of that pork chops, and then we'll talk. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely check out those. That pork chop. And, uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say definitely <laughs> check out the show. Oh, no, yeah, the definitely pork check chop. out. No, I was telling him to check out the pork chop, but uh, definitely uh, if you're listening, check out the show if you're in Chicago. Yeah, support. Support uh, live theater. You yeah, know, July 20, till July 21st. Right. Yeah. So, what, what character are you playing? Are you playing? So, my character is Uncle Makana. Okay. Uh, Uncle Makana is a homeless guy. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where is this uh, going, Scott? Well, he's he's very jovial. Oh, you know, um, yeah, he's he's a homeless guy. He's jovial. He kind of brings um, some energy to the to the piece. Uh, some a little bit of chaotic energy in some ways. Uh, playfulness as well. Uh, not to mention, like a, you know. So you're the one that breaks the, you know, the seriousness. You know, because you're the funny guy. I mean, a little, a little. A little okay, I have to see bit, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I will say that it's also um, with with this play because Uncle Makana is homeless. Like he can also address that part of right. the truth right. of that of, of that community as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and actually, if you're not in Chicago, Nothing Without a Company has an Indiegogo campaign right now. And the cool thing about this campaign, I think it's the coolest thing. Every theater company should think about doing this. Um, for all of our friends that are always out there. That are like, oh, I wish I could see your show, but I live somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So one of the, the Indiegogo campaign rewards, you know, uh, 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 for spending X number of dollars. I'm not sure what it is off the top of my head. But one of the rewards is a link to see the show online. Oh, oh wow. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I was at a play uh, the other, well, about a month ago. So a friend of mine was in and uh, it's in Hubble Park. And they actually had the cameras as well. And, you know filming the play or, or streaming the play. I guess they were testing because I went for uh, her general auditions and I mean not auditions, uh, 
rehearsal, the last rehearsal. Cool, cool. And uh, um, yeah, he had the cameras, and they were like trying to get that set up to stream. And I think that's like a great idea. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's like it really a, um, you're actually you're watching. A movie. Like, if, it would be cool live. if there was a way to charge people to see <coughs> it, but, I mean, I guess... That's what he was saying. Oh, they charge people yeah, to see so it? Yeah, like, so what, what you're doing is you would pay basically the price of the ticket through the Indiegogo campaign. Okay. And then you get you get a link to the to the, uh, to the video feed. The streaming. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, that's good. clever. Oh, okay. Yeah. And actually, so it's not going to be a live stream. It's going to be a recording, which then we don't have to worry about losing connectivity. Right. right. Or <laughs> it's like, oh. Uh, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what happened? I want my money back, Indiegogo. <laughs> <laughs> you come back and they're taking the bow. Yeah. <laughs> now without a company. That is not a company. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah. If there's any more incentive to it, I would also say that almost the entire cast uh, are people of color. Nice. Oh, nice. You know, yeah, it's, it, it's yellow, it's, of course, purple. It's about no, crystal meth. <laughs> <laughs> of course, about crystal meth. Do they all have their teeth? <laughs> well, you know, just, just to say, because I, I would say like a lot of Hawaii stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tends to be. Uh, filled with the predominantly white people, like Aloha. Uh, right. Not to call it out, but I did. Uh-huh. And and this show only has one character that is Caucasian, and that's because that's how it's it's it, written for that character. Okay. To right. Everybody else. Um, He's a tourist. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't want to give away too much. Okay. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> He found the the hooker, right? And then the spam, and he's like, "I'm staying, <laughs> and I'm gonna go watch some improv." <laughs> well, uh, so is this uh, this is, are you producing, or you have anything to do with the with the production, or, or just you're an actor? So uh, I'm an actor uh, for it. Um, I also kind of helped coach uh, them a little bit on on um, some aspects of improv and immersive theater that we do. Okay. Um, and also help train them on speaking pigeon. Because oh, that's okay. the other really cool hey, thing bro. about this. Nah, for real. Because uh. like only get two people, <laughs> myself and uh, the woman who plays Ma. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name's Buffy. Only two of us are actually from Hawaii. Everybody else is from Chicago. Mm. Oh. And so they had to literally have to get learn, learn to how to speak pigeon. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, uh, I've never, I mean, I've probably heard it. No, it's no. like broken English. Yeah, it's like small kind the same, but like small kind different. Okay. So that was a little bit of it right yeah. there. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> He's so. like, hey, bro. Yeah. I, I forgot. All I'm right. going to go to the beach, bro. No. I, I didn't mean, say it's right. It's a, little bit, it's a little bit like that. You know, it's, it has like, nee, 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 nee. There is a, a, a melody to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the way we, we treated it and the way the actors have been treating it is like learning how to speak Shakespearean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while it doesn't have like that same... Uh, iambic pentameter type thing. There right. is a musicality to the speak and usage of different words, grammatical structures, and things like that. And they now can speak it very, very fluent. That's cool. Oh, wow, that's awesome. They should keep practicing it that way. They're keep, they keep go that, to Hawaii. It's yeah. like, keep hey, that. <laughs> 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 I'm not a tourist. <laughs> I'm a local. <laughs> ABC. Yeah. I'm just kidding. That's where I first learned the word ABC when I was in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, what's ABC? You mean the store, ABC? I was like, the st- uh, yeah, that's what I was like, the store? <laughs> it's like, no, American-born Chinese. Oh. Because oh. they thought I was Chinese, you know? I was like, ABC. It's like, they're all over Hawaii. You know, they're like 7-Eleven. Yeah. Oh, wow. The ABC store's got super good mon- uh, musubis. Yeah? Yeah. When I was they delivering pizza, I used to drop by there, uh, though I wasn't supposed to, and quickly <laughs> grab a couple musubis. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Which is it, uh, the what is mosavi? I was gonna say for the people that that aren't that don't know, they're like balls of rice. Okay. Uh, but they're like salted and flavored kind of thing. Uh, the ones I like has a piece of ume in it, and ume is a tiny piece of salted Japanese plum. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. It's just it's just different. Not, not quite like the chuleta, but uh, no. <laughs> yeah, not quite. Not quite. <laughs> the pork chop. But but there's there's so many different types of food. There's I don't know what you call it, but poi. Yeah, poi is the best. <clears throat> and then there's uh, I don't know, uh, lao all lao. kinds of lao lao, mm. uh, which mm. is like they cook the the food. The, the, the the, yeah, they bury the pig. Yeah. yeah. That looks good. Yeah. Well, with Lao Lao, they have like pieces of, of protein, like pork and chicken uh, and fish. And then you wrap it in uh, these luau leaves, yeah. mm. um, which are like these huge leaves. Um, but when you cook it down, it's got the closest consistency we can get it here in the mainland is like a mixture of cooked spinach and cooked kale. Kale, it's between yeah. kale and spinach. Yeah. Okay. It's like greens. Yeah, and that's all salted and oh, it's so oh good. man. Yeah, just yeah. all kinds of gravy. Like, there's, like I would, man, I would gain so much weight because there's so many, like Asian fusion, but a mm. good way of fusion and okay. would mix in. It's like you're having like Japanese food, but then there's there's touch of Portuguese food yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, oh man, this is mind blowing. The food's yeah. amazing. All right, we gotta wrap up. All right, all right, so, sorry. Uh, oh man, we, it's we, about we can't you. talk <laughs> about food for two more hours. <laughs> it's about Scott that's, that's and the po- prostitution. Yeah. And that's our other podcast, uh, culinary. Uh, no. Um, yeah. So tell us uh, where we can, where people can find you, and and if you like, plug something. I mean, plug the play, obviously, again. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, definitely uh, check out uh, me and the rest of the cast of Not One But Two. Uh, nothing without a company's production up in Burger Park. Uh, Not one Batu is playing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, officially until July 21st. Uh, you can find tickets on Brown Paper Tickets. Nice. Uh, what about you? Are you on Instagram? On the ground? Uh, I am on Instagram. I am on Facebook. Uh, you know, look under me what up. name? So on Facebook, just look me up as uh, Scott Hanada. Uh, on Instagram, I am going to check right now. Shame. I don't follow myself. (laughs) (laughs) So have you, uh, while you're looking at it, um, what's the best Hawaiian place in Chicago? Uh, Well, the only place that sells the closest to to Hawaiian food because it's local food would be Aloha Eats. The one in... uh, On Clark? Clark. Yeah, the one on Clark. Anywhere else that says they sell Hawaiian food here does not. Yeah, that's the only one. Also, the poke here, not the same as the poke back home. When when that poke thing started happening here, I was like, it's weird. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's It's like sushi burrito. It's weird. Yeah. 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 What is that sushi burrito? Like, what is... ah, It's a big, (laughs) terrible sushi that they, they wrap together wow it's really bad like first when you're eating sushi you have to have the proper rice right and it's just bad actually the sushi is the rice but sashimi is the meat you're right you are right i learned that when i uh, no i i learned that when i tried to make sushi and uh, i was like what is and it says sushi is actually the vinegar sugar rice whatever they make it yeah. and then you put the then you put the protein on top yeah if it's, if it's the fish or do you right. know how to yeah. make sushi oh this is this is so racist <laughs> oh my god why because i'm japanese and yes <laughs> <laughs> right you know it's funny um, like the other day we were I w- she called me on the phone uh, and my and then it, so <laughs> i had a flat tire on my bike so i told her to go take it and get it fixed and then the guy there at the bike shop i guess he was jamaican and she's like are you jamaican he's like yeah he's like 
What's the best Jamaican restaurant in Chicago? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> he seriously? answered. He said it's on the 75th and Jeffrey or something. I don't I know. Think that's the one Shatandra, my friend Shatandra goes but, to. But she, he said, I usually, he makes his own food because he said nothing to compare. That's what I was saying. That's like anybody, you, you ask a Jamaican or anybody native uh, or, you know, what what's the best restaurant? Like, go to the uh, home, you know, yeah. the, the food yeah. that I make, you that's, know. That's yeah. right. We're, we're, we're going to go to Scott's house and <laughs> look at his Instagram, which is what? Oh, my Instagram. Uh, it's under Scott Hanada, but my username is Scott Improv. Uh, oh, it's easy. Yeah, I know. Scott right? Improv. Scott Improv. Scott Improv. Yeah. yeah. And if you're looking for, for a great improviser performer for corporate or... Or any auditions, Scott is available. Oh, thank you. Thank uh, you. I take 10%. <laughs> yeah. Finder's fee. Finder's fee. Right. I knew there was something behind that. Or I'll take sushi. <laughs> or I'll take sushi. Uh, well, Scott, thanks for hanging out with yeah, us. Yeah, thank man. you. I, I really appreciate you sharing everything. And, you know, we welcome you to Chicago, even though you've been here for a long time. Yeah, yeah, for five, five years. Five, five years? years? Yeah. Five you're your oh. Chicago one yeah. now. Well, yeah, so you're officially. After five, you're official. Yeah, if you, yeah. If you, if you, if you have been. The desire to leave this place because of after, winters. After a year, you're, you're fine. You're Chicago right <laughs> now. Yeah. Especially after minus forty. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're and you good. Can, yeah, you came here the year that was the worst. So there's, a, it's like you're almost like like the, the pizza. You know, there's pizza and Scott. <laughs> okay. Okay. Never mind. I don't know where to. Must going. be hungry. Um, but thank you again for having me. Yeah. Though. No yeah. problem, man. Anytime. Uh, well, uh, check us out at mrandmrsmithcomedy.com. Right. Obviously, if you listen to the podcast and iTunes as well, and uh, we'll be at the Silver Room Block Party, uh, July twenty first, hosting in Hyde Park. In Hyde Park, it's uh, was it Fifty Third Street? Fifty Third in Hyde Park. Fifty Third in Hyde Park. Uh, it starts at noon and it noon goes to like at 10, ten at night. It's uh, it's get there early because it's a great party. It's it's really cool. A bunch of DJs and bands, uh, and then check out Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, this is your brain on beer. Right July here at Motor Row, and we want to thank uh, Motor Row Brewing for um, sponsoring. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Th- that's it. I hope to get that Motor Row check. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, Motor Row is cool, man. Good beer. Uh, so, thank you guys for listening. Yep. Thank you, you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time. Gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. I give up and do the other night. If I hear those words one more time, gonna sit very still and scream in my mind. I ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. I give up and do the other night. Everything's wrong, everything stinks. The only thing that broke a hallelujah is the kitchen sink.